Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This week in league, Cronulla rethink their drug policy from putting the whole team on it to putting a team's worth into Talakai. Alex McKinnon's wife breaks up via a simple text. Our relationship has ducked its head. After a brilliant kick for a try, Nelson Massive Solomona is now higher in the NRL halfback rankings than Luke Brooks. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for round eight of the 2022 NRL season. All that more this week. Welcome to episode 458 of This Week in League. How the fuck did you have to think about that? Because I've got the old file up here and so I had to do the quick mental calculation. And it was 25 seconds ago. Yeah, it really was. (laughs) Motherfucker, I've heard you forget your name. (laughs) Don't you fucking be on it. Look, you make a valid point. (laughs) So, boys, how are you? Great. As good as you were 10 minutes ago. Even better. <laughs> now, look, it's time to do the preview episode for round eight. And uh, it's fair to say that we interspersed all of the game reviews from last last round with news, all the news around the teams. So I think we'll get straight into the, t- straight into the actual games themselves, shall we? Let's go. There's been Let's no news it. since the last time we recorded. <clears throat> so. 100%. And like, I know we joke about you know things happening just in time, you know, so they can be spoken about on the show. But that would be a special level of fucking synchronization if something literally <laughs> happened between between ten thirty and ten thirty three PM. <laughs> right. Okay, so coming up this weekend, uh the first game Thursday night, the Sharkies taking on the Brisbane Broncos at Suncorp. Now this one, Broncos, no change to their team list uh from last week's win over the doggies. And um Sharky side. Fanukin comes back in after missing that last week with a concussion. McInnes to the bench. Trindle the reserves. In the reserves uh, in number 19 and has made the first cut, Wade Graham. Mm. So perhaps he's uh, looking like coming back at some point really soon. Big step up for the Broncos. I think they had a good win last week. Um, I think the Sharks are too classy. Yeah, I, I think based on the first half performance... Um, but there were some holes in Cronulla that that a, a deft game manager like Reynolds can exploit, uh, and and Brisbane's outside backs are in good form. But yeah, no, I agree. I think Cronulla will be too strong. Yeah, I don't think the I don't think the, the Broncos have the, the cattle to exploit the opportunities that the Sharks will give them. Yeah, I mean, my estimation of the Sharks has actually gone down since since uh, since last week. Um, I thought they were better against the better against the Storm. Um, yeah, in that loss because we've seen what the Storm can do. And uh, and we really only had a single singular matchup that resulted in at least 
five of the the six tries that the Sharky scored in that game. So uh, I don't I don't know if the Broncos I, like well it's going to be Katoni Stags. You know I don't think that uh, defensively Katoni Stags is a, is a, is a Morgan Harper, and for that reason uh, alone I'll uh, favour the Sharks. But yeah, I don't think it's going to be uh, a slaughter. Sharks thirteen plus. Well, or maybe he's going to be slaughtered then. <laughs> so says Glenny. All right. Um, <laughs> what is it? What's the? What are the odds? Uh, yeah, four to four bucks for the Broncos. So yeah, I guess Jesus. thirteen plus does sound reasonable, doesn't it? Certainly, the bookie standpoint. Um, the first Friday game, the pub slot, traditional slot. Uh, the Gold Coast Titans take on the Penrith Panthers at Seabus. Are you going down? Um, I would like to. I can't confirm yet. Right. Okay. The, the uh, Gold Coast Titans side, Brimson has been switched to fullback. The experiment in the halves is over. Um, Sammy returns on the wing. Herbert shifts to centre. Will Smith comes to 5'8", and Isako is out of the 17. Fafita back to the back row. Proctor benched where he should be, and Wallace to the reserves. So uh, Mo Fodawaka comes back into the starting side, and uh, Boyd and SASA come onto the interchange. Do we need That's to where Herman SASA is. Do we need to talk about this game? Uh, just going uh, unchanged for the Panthers. Um, uh, Sonny, we didn't talk about Sonny Luke, but yeah, uh, he uh, maintains his his uh, spot on the bench following his uh, successful debut. Yep. Um, obviously, the future there, and uh, you know, he had a great career in the the lower grades, and he looks like he successfully made the step up. And um, I, I think he's done well with a bit of time between that and his step up. Mm. Yep. Like he, he's had a couple of contracts elsewhere, and. And didn't didn't crack first grade, yeah. Uh, so you know that might actually be a good sign. Ha- having a, a bit of time in the relative wilderness early on in his career, um, yeah. The look, the the Titans can can definitely put points on. We've, we've seen them do it against against other top teams in the competition, but uh, I'm I'm not sure over eighty minutes they've got it to match. I don't think Panthers they can defend it. They can't defend a goddamn thing that the Penrith have waiting for them. Yeah. But also, we're starting to see signs of cracks in Holbrook. I mean, he goes, he does the Fafita to the centers thing last week. No, put him back in the pack this week. Yep. Brimson, no, let's chop and change the let's chop and change the halves. Put Brimson back to to fullback. So that, that's not working. So let's yeah, bring it. Will Smith in. I mean, who you know, like the only kind of punch he's going to bring to the side is if he's got a ball headed wife, and one of the Panthers boys says something about her. So, <laughs> look, I just don't, uh, I, I, I just, it. I just don't know what what the Titans have to bring to this game to even make it a contest. Yeah, the answer is nothing. Panthers thirteen plus. Put your house on it. Thirty plus. I thought I heard you say, and I agree. Yes, you did. Gamble responsibly. Um, one of one of the longer odds too at the moment. Gee, what we're a couple of days away, and yeah, eight bucks for the Titans. So, yep. That just about says it all. Um, the Rabbitohs take on the Mighty Manly Seagulls. Happy hunting ground up there in Gosford. The Rabbitohs side, uh, they've got Milne su- uh, suspended, so he's replaced by Tass in the back line. Uh, Jacob Host is out for that shoulder injury sustained last week, and uh, Havili named on the bench. Uh, Manly side, okay, so Marty to power back at prop. Kepi returns from concussion, great. Um, Paseca's out with the knee injury sustained last week, and uh, Homoli took a the early plea to fucking bullshit charge. But um, he 
fucking believe like he got fucking simbin for that fucking tackle on um on tom and, and then who was it was it manu that went the fucking massive coat hanger on ravalawa yeah. in that, in that game he got fucking nothing uh ravalawa probably just said if he had to just lay down and play dead for 30 seconds i think he might have got sent for it but um but yeah, it didn't. Um, and so, what well, we got? Uh, Ethan Bullimore in the in the back row. Ben Turbo on the bench. Morgan Harper in the reserves. Kohler in at centre. And honestly, that's all I need to see. A couple of props back. Kohler in centre. Fucking manly thirteen plus. Happy days. Yeah. From what I saw from South last week and, and manly second half, I, I think manly will be far too strong for Bunny. Look, I am worried about the, the bounce back from the Rabbitohs, you know, because like we saw how Parramatta bounced back after the embarrassment. <laughs> and um, so look, that is, that is something that, that bothers me. But, uh, and also like we, we are still down on forwards, but look, we, we're in better shape than this week than we were last week. And, uh, you know, that, and that's enough for me. I mean, the, the fact that like, we're not even talking about the big out in the back line anymore. Shows how well the side has covered has covered his his loss, yeah, um, and how and how much Garrick has developed as a as a, a a decent understudy at fullback and can actually play the position of fullback now and chime into attacking you know in you know, various a state of origin ways. fullback some fuckwits will oh, suggest. Look, look, I mean, Fucking yeah, Ruben, 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 Ruben Garrick for state of origin. You're hearing it more and more, and who'd say no? Um, <laughs> I've heard it twice in ten minutes. That's yeah, the exactly. only times I'm ever going to hear it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You're that... hearing it more and more. I mean, tweet, tweet, Glenny. I mean, that sports fans live. I mean, fucking get at him on, get at him in the, in the Facebook group. You've just, I mean... you've just done a Trump. You've just, like, look, I'm hearing a lot of people saying it. I'm not saying it, but I've heard people, people say saying it. a lot of people, high profile people. Look, know? do I agree, do do I agree with what they're saying? Yeah, yeah, I do. And I mean. And... <laughs> And look, I think a lot more people start to agree with it as well. In summary, um, Nate agrees with himself. Fucking knock yeah, me I'm out not, with a feather. I'm not, oh, yeah, you wait until you see the avalanche. Absolutely fucking deluge of, of comments sent to you. Oh, fucking can't uh, wait. About, It'll be fucking one, Christoph, one Christopher Jones and that's it. Um, Dylan I, Walker's named in 14 and he hasn't been cut yet. And I saw and I watched the um, the the injury report from the physio uh, earlier this evening and he didn't mention anything. I thought Dylan, well, I'm sure he was injured, but yeah, you know, I guess he's going to be there. Incidentally, you know, the, the we, now we've lost the the uh, the butcher of Brookvale, um, James Ramy from our staff. Do you know what the name of the the head physio is for Manly this year? Who? Chris Bailey. There you go. The Chris Bailey. The, the Chris Bailey. Beard and everything. Road. Yep, tremendous. Um, no, no, <laughs> your mate, your your mate, your mate, the Penrith fan. Um, <laughs> hashtag Yuri of Cleary author. <laughs> not that Chris Bale. Um okay so yeah Manly 13 plus we're all agreed on that tremendous uh, ooh local game down at Ready on the weekend grab your sponge cake Swiss rolls because the Warriors are taking on the Raiders Saturday afternoon 3pm might go down and fuck a cake myself now the <laughs> I have no the interest Warriors. in this game we'll fuck a cake oh but I will oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Carl's a peninsula fair, get around it. <laughs> it's like the it's like the it's like the stilettos of the fucking north. I think it's I think it's more the public toilets at uh, at that establishment rather than Carl's. Unless people are just fucking sponge cakes in the aisles at Carl's, that's that's something new. <laughs> get it right. The Coles is the stilettos and the and, and, and the toilets are the dumpster outside stilettos. <laughs> right? Now um the Warriors side. Okay, so Penne is suspended. DWZ died. Josh Curran is out with the knee injury. I think it was MCL. He sustained in that game. 
so Barry comes onto the wing for DWZ. Cozy drops the reserves. Vialea takes up the other wing, wing spot. Sirenin returns to the starting side to replace the injured Curran. And Katoa and Murchie fill the remaining bench spots. And, oh, former cowboy Dejan Arce is listed in the reserves. I did not know he was there. And Cody Nikarima was uh, withdrawn from the last game, and he does not appear anywhere in the 25. Let's see. Don't know what's going on there. Uh, the Raiders side. Whitehead returns from a facial injury. Elliot, that, that fucking... Do you see the picture of that from happened in the training paddock? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's like that was his, fucking his teeth yeah. fucked up. Yeah, that was gross. Uh, Elliot benched, rushed and out of the 17. Look, obviously the Warriors aren't going to get slaughtered. That was a yeah. that was an outlier. Um, the Raiders are a team that can put a good forty minutes together. I think if you're gonna, if you're going to bounce back from a seventy to ten drubbing, the Raiders are the team you want to play next. Yeah, that's it. Right, but do the Warriors do, do the Warriors win the game though? I think the Warriors. Fuck if they can't if they can't get up. For a win this week, they need to hang it up. I think they'll win one to twelve. Yeah, it's really hard to think of it. It's, it's like it's it's hard to look at the Warriors two days after they got fucking done yeah. by seventy. But this is a, a fairly even game, I think, on paper. True. Um, but it just it all depends on the mentality of Canberra because they've put together a good forty minutes in almost every game this season. Yep. No matter who the opposition is, and unfortunately, games and rugby league good. go for eighty minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and so I just wondering, you know, is, is there 40 minutes good enough to beat this Warriors side? <laughs> was, do you think it would have been last week. Yeah, I, I think yeah. The, bounce, the bounce back gets them home. All right. Warriors, big one. I'm undecided on that one. Uh, you know, I'll favour the Warriors more from just sympathy, I think, but uh, that's, that's probably the closest game of the round. Uh, the Doggies take on the Roosters. Okay, Sydney Olympic Park, the Canterbury Bankstown side, as we mentioned, they are looking to stave off, well, I mean, if Trent hasn't lost the dressing room, they're looking to stave off the worst ever coaching record in the history of the Bulldogs club. Their side for this clash, Naden returns to the wing. Avarillo returns to the centre. Uh, Ockenborg is uh, in the reserves. Kiraz is omitted. Wakeham doesn't return. Beyond the Odo Retains the 14 jersey. And um, what do we got there? Avisir Manifanai. Yeah, your old mate, Glenny. He turns there into 17. Fuck, he's been around a while. It feels like he's been around forever. The Rooster side. <clears throat> Tupo uh, suspended. Nagama returns on the wing. Um, Letters and Radley are named in starting spots. Maybe bench late again. Uh, and um, Butcher and uh, Takayaho benched. Odd, Surely. Odd that the Bulldogs have dropped Karaz, who I thought was probably close to their best player last week. Um, hasn't played a lot of first grade, but I didn't think he did. Well, no, too especially much especially because he was like only sort of shoved in there really quickly mm. because of a COVID yeah, crisis. Exactly. Yeah. Club, yeah. Um, look, if you get, we we spoke about the Roosters not knowing who they are and, and still finding their way, etc. The Bulldogs are a team that could definitely play the Roosters in form. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Uh, 
I don't hold out much hope for the Bulldogs. I think this could get embarrassing very, very quickly. Look, yeah, I favour the Roosters in this one, despite what we said about them in the last episode about, you know, it's just being hard to really, you know, put a finger on, you know, who they are this season. I think last week will, you know, affect, you know, is, could be good for them in the, you know, in the long run, losing games like that, like meaningful, you know, occasion games against clubs that they should fucking do mm. without breaking a sweat. Yeah. I think those yeah, those sorts of things can sort of prompt a bit of a bounce back and you know, or maybe just a bit of introspection and a look at what they're fucking doing. Um, then they've got to combat that against what the Bulldogs are bringing to the table, which is um, a coach that can't coach, a team that can't play, um, fans that can't get over their ex. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and ultimately this is the game. It's a match of the round for me because the match where the Bulldog fans who haven't taken the time out of their day to send me private messages because they're cowards saying I was right about Trent. This is the game where the rest of them concede Oof. that I am in Ouch. fact their father and they hold my fucking pocket. Oof. Ouch. Hold both of them while they get catch these nuts as, uh, as Trent catches the worst coaching record in the history of the proud, I'm doing air quotes, club <laughs> the eels <laughs> haven't had a good one although I haven't had a, have a good monologue for a while there Glenny um, but yeah, takes me the, back the rest welcome <laughs> always welcome I take it you guys agree with the fact that the Bulldogs are going to oh, correct. specifically that's it specifically yeah. scoreline yeah all right. um, the Parramatta Eels take on the North Queensland Cowboys in Darwin the traditional Darwin clash and uh, I can't who normally wins this Darwin clash do you remember I feel like it's one of these ones where the Eels don't necessarily like it's a team that's not necessarily going the best that gets mm. it uh, in this one though there are no changes to the uh, Parramatta side and when I say no changes I mean Arthur at six and Brown in the centers again the uh well, they got upper check there in 20 I mean so they do have a center available um the cowboy side unchanged 17 and why would you fucking good vibes Dairy Queen up there in North Queensland but 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 this is one of those teams where they're coming up against one of the better teams in the competition where 80 minutes of completed sets and spirited play is not going to be enough. Yeah, they're going to have to score yeah. points. Yeah. On the Cowboys side of the ledger, and though, on the pro in, the, in their pro column, though, I will say, like, the Eels have still had their issues with defense. I mean, like... They considered two points last week, right? But the Knights didn't offer anything. Correct. The, they, they didn't look like they were going to ever offer anything in that game. You look at teams like, you know, to some of the, the previous games, though, where, you know, Tigers, for example. The, the Titans, Titans, the Titans. Times two. Yeah, that's it. You know, had, had little problem, you know, putting points on against the Eels. That's it. So, look, I think, look, I think the Cowboys can win this game. I don't think they will. I think the Eels are that next that next level yeah. up from them, and and I think I think the halves are a little bit more astute. Well, at least Moses is a little bit more astute in terms of of just managing those crucial moments within a game. Um, yeah, Parramatta, Parramatta for mine. 
And they're, I mean, they're a team that they're a team that's built and in the middle of their final tilt of their window. Yes. And yeah, and that sort of thing does sort of you know galvanize, and it certainly has galvanized them. Yeah. You know, it's in in the forwards as well. I mean, their their the issues in defense have, have been sort of out around the centers. Yeah. And uh, you know, did Par- Parramatta didn't really have a window though. Like, what, what do you call it in a fucking? Is it a, is it a porthole? Those it's tiny a, little fucking circular things. A long. It was drop. like a. It, it's it called like, a long it was like drop. The, that's what Parramatta it was like. The window. Got. It was like the window. Of the, it was like it's like when you, like a shop at a Westfield. Yeah. Like it's a big double glazed, like, glass thing that looks like a window, but there's no opening in it. It's and like it's a, really hard, to, and you can, and it's really hard to crash through it. No, it's, it's just a the, bush toilet where you look into it, and you know, in 1986, you take a shit and you're still waiting for it to hit the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Jesus, Clay. I think there's opportunity for the Cowboys to get at Jacob Arthur and and also Dylan Brown, um, who I think is a good footballer. I don't think he's a centre. And I think some of those edge back rowers um, for the Cowboys that are in good form can get at both of those guys and create opportunities. Um, it comes down to whether the Cowboys um, are good enough to take advantage of those. They will present themselves. Um, and whether that equals enough points to get over para because... Conversely, I think Mitchell Moses um, and some of the Parramatta forwards have the capability to, to cut holes through the Cowboys in the middle and create opportunities of their own. So um, I, I, I favour Parramatta, but I, I don't think the Cowboys are without a chance. Let's get some Jason Talmalolo one-on-ones with Jacob Arthur and, uh, and mm. or even better, through Jacob Arthur and then one-on-ones yep. with Clint Gutherson. Yeah, and then to hit him, and then to hit him with hit the Gutherino. <laughs> yeah, that that yeah, win or lose, just give me, just give me that. The Newcastle Knights take on the Storm in Newcastle. <laughs> oh fuck! Gay guy is out with the the cheekbone injury, and uh, yeah. Sasagi earns his first NRL start in the centres. Uh, another one of your old mates, Suaso Sue, um, is in the seventeen plenty. Love the guy. The the Melbourne Storm side. Wishart returns on the bench. Lewis pushed to the reserves. That is the only change to the side that uh, absolutely smashed the Warriors. Storm Storm night. get to 50 in this one? Uh, who says no? Yeah, no. No one does. What, do, what has changed through the week? That possibly in the Knights organisation, what has changed apart from getting less experienced in the centres? I don't what know. Else has cha- what has changed in the Knights side? Does, prevents- Pong, does Ponga's dad have a notebook that he said he would give to the coach of of Kalen's favourite plays that he's going to unleash him this week? Is that his big money ticket? Um. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I can't see anything. I cannot see anything. Um, there is not a scenario that you can paint that uh, has Newcastle winning this and, game. And that you hit on it in the previous episode. One of the most worrying signs for me is that forward pack being so completely dominated. The Melbourne forwards, can, can you imagine them up against such paper-thin opposition? They are going to run fucking riot. Yeah, because yeah, they were dominated physically, but 
they're going to get overpowered, and then you add in the footwork yeah. of of the. So not only is everything going to be happening at a million miles an hour, they're just going to have fucking holes being drilled in them left, yeah. right, and centre. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then on the back of that, you've got Harry Grant and fucking cheese. Oh, stop it! Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, yeah. yeah, I'll be disappointed like, if Melbourne like the- don't get to fifty. Yeah. Same and like on the, and, and like the last game where I was saying I want to see some Jason Tamalolo one on one with uh, with Guppo. This time I want to see I want to see some fucking uh, Justin Olam one on ones one on ones with fucking Kalen Ponga last one. Fuck that! I want one on none. Oh, stop it! <laughs> oh, yeah, I, big Nelson. I want I want Nelson to move from kicking bombs to fucking contesting them this week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, I, Melbourne thirteen you know, plus. The, yeah, the, the danger in yeah you know, after big flogging like the you know the storm is you tend to get complacent, but they're the one they're they're, they're the organisation where that sort of thing doesn't really happen. But mm. that's the thing. At some stage, you do enough of those big floggings in a year that they don't have that effect anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, moving on to Sunday. Game big of one the round. Game of the round, they say. Fan in the gutter. I don't know who's saying that. The Dragons and the West Tigers, the two little teams that could. Take each other on in Wollongong. Uh, Jack Bird, apparently, I thought he broke his arm or something, but he's been named in the sixth Shit. for this game. Yeah, um, I'd read he had a fracture. They yeah, said in the game commentary that the medical report was that he broke his fucking arm. Yeah, <laughs> did he get so, that wrong? I, I guess we'll find. I guess we'll find out over the coming days as the cuts to the squad are made. Maguire replaces Jaden Sewer in the back row. Uh, Sewer with an ankle injury. Sims returns to the starting second row partner him. Uh, Fully Mariano fills the vacant spot on his change and uh, the Tiger side. So, uh, Stafford Tollett replaces Dane Laurie, who sustained a knee injury at fullback. Gildart comes into the centres to replace him alongside uh, Luke Garner. Um, Tulangi returns in the back row, pushing Seafarth to the bench. Look, I mean, it's it's not really a matter of can the Tigers win, it's, it's really how do they lose. Plenty. I agree with you, Nathan. I agree. And I, have the West Tigers, I think it's taken 13 years for you to finally start seeing things my well, way. Look, but we it's, know. It's I know because I saw it. I saw it on TV that the West Tigers are always in a fucking game. But yeah. now, now the question I have for you, Glenn, TV doesn't is, lie. Is is have the West Tigers forgotten how to fucking lose a game? Well, they say winning so. is a habit, and if it's one thing that West Tigers have done over the entire course of their history as a, as an organisation, is know all about fucking winning because they've watched a lot, of, a lot of other teams do it at their expense. So they're, the they're involved in at least 26 wins per season, Glenn. <laughs> exactly <saying>. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, the, at, at most 26. <laughs> at an absolute most. Yeah. <laughs> Not at least. Sorry. <laughs> oh, so hell. they're involved in... They're tied for first in the amount of wins they're involved with during the NRL season. <laughs> Not ninth. First. How good. Look, I had a phone call today. Now I got a text message today from a little Dragons fan who was in outback Queensland plying his trade as a professional fuckwit. Uh, and he sent me... Is that, is, that, is that main man Cashy? Yes. Yes. Fucking cash money, dollar dollar bills, you Cash! <laughs> Cash money. That is great. And he's, he sent me a text message saying, hurry up. So I, I did him the good grace of 
of making a phone call and saying, what the fuck are you talking about? He said, oh, don't. I had a long drive today uh, when I was out on my way to be a professional fuckwit in outback Queensland and I I didn't have any podcast to listen to on my long drive. I was like, fuck me, first world problems. Why don't you ring your mate fucking Trotters and fucking talk about me because that's what you guys do best. Don't talk about your football team because they're fucking useless and they're going to get fucking handed a rugby league lesson on Sunday afternoon and prove once and for all that they're a fucking worthless spot in the 16 privileged positions that are rugby league teams in the NRL. They shouldn't fucking be there. Their play shouldn't be there. They shouldn't have a team. They shouldn't have a fucking cunt fan base like they do. And the West Tigers will do rugby league justice and fucking smash the Dragons by 30. By 30? So you're thinking like a 40-10 situation or 30-0? Look, I'd say 30-0. I'd say 32-2. Right. Early early penalty goal to to raise the hopes of the fucking Dragons faithful. Um, And I begged... He begged me to come and fucking watch the game at my house and I agreed and then he backed out like a fucking coward. Because he realised he'd be watching you he lives watching approximately, the game on your phone. He lives approximately 20 seconds from my house. <laughs> <laughs> Will not make the journey. Well, yeah, because he knows that because now because yeah, listening to the episodes, he knows that if he goes over to watch it at your house, he'll be sort of over your shoulder while you're fucking talking to us on Skype, <laughs> and, uh, and he'll be watching it over your shoulder on your phone, jerking with off. the volume down, <laughs> <laughs> and, all, and all, all you'll be hearing is this fucking your voice and like <laughs> dragons dollar fifty four favorite sports bet. You can eat a dick. I'm cancelling my account. Taking my fucking seventy five cents out in protest. What does yeah? What what what? What do you make of that? Oh, bookies are the fucking. The roosters are a more highly fan, fancied side than the rabbits are, and and, uh, yeah. and therefore there was more value ascribed to the the win the the, the dragon. I mean, we talk, the dragons always get up for these fucking occasion games. Mm. They've got so many of the fucking things. It, here's the thing: when when these sporting sports bet agencies are assigning these odds, they use so many individual data points, like more than we could could possibly fathom. Movement in the price based on bets being laid down is such a fucking minute factor in, do, in, in how they offer their odds. Um, it, yeah, there's so much that goes into it that you'd never be able to pick it. Um, but there is a fucking patented algorithm that is pricing these odds, and these companies don't lose money. Mm. You know, take take from that what you will. You know, it does lose money the dragons and their yes. fans by backing them to win this game. Well, the dragons by paying lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, and their fans, their fans losing money, you know, pay, paying, you know, prostitutes to, to eat out their pussies. I mean, like, this is not fucking rocket science. And then you got the other, then you got the other element of the dragons fan base that are buying, you know, get on fucking, you know, uh, on 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 fucking dark web auctions to buy fucking used Nazi memorabilia. Yes, uh, yes. What a culture! What a culture! Yeah. Nice. Check them out. Bring back fucking Steelers. 
Um, Dragons 13. Dragons 13 plus. The Tigers will remember they're the Tigers this week. Fuck. You're not, in, you're not, so, you're so not, not invited to record on Sunday. Go fuck yourself. So, so, so wait a minute. So it's not, not a not a Dragons, not a Tigers loss, but actually like a fairly substantial one, like 13 plus. Like an absolute capitulation. Wow. I don't know what to think. I mean, for, for the sake of Glenny, I want, to, I want to think the Tigers can keep keep going, you know, so I they do. can get crushed next week with their hopes and dreams. But, because <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's my jam. But... <laughs> I just don't. I don't look. I know the Dragons have uh, have got a couple of wins back to back, but yeah, I just don't see them as the eighty minute consistent ball controlling side that keeps themselves in the contest for the full eighty minutes that the Tigers have presented themselves as over the last two weeks. No, I agree. So I just feel on that basis alone, I just I, I think that the, the Tigers will I, get them. I think the Tigers, yeah, the Tigers are running too high, and it's going to take somebody far. Far more put together than the dragons to bring them down to earth. Can't, you just said they were going to dragons were going to win thirteen plus. Yeah, he was just he was just trolling you, man. Oh, Fuck now it's been now it's been serious. Oh, sorry, I find it difficult to tell the difference. You actually, it's not like this is like people are listening to this as an audio podcast. You're actually seeing his facial expressions as he says stuff. Glenn, like you are not the audience. <laughs> fucking should be it'd be a whole lot should be a whole lot less abuse online if I was the audience I could do it I don't know about you blokes you go pop it but I'd fucking be left alone tell you what you know, it's not winning it's a habit being the audience is a habit oh, isn't it what I love it it's great <laughs> nice how good express episode Express episode, Fuck I love yeah. it. And, um, yeah, I mean, you've still got the the uh, the same, if not more, content this week than than, than you would any other week. Uh, the ratio is just a little bit different. Um, again, if you want to listen to the second half, or listen to us create a game companion for the second half of this uh, Tigers Dragons game, we'll yeah, we'll be here, Glenny, his jubilation. Will we hear his little fucking heart breaking? I don't know, but I'll tell you who will find out. Our people patrons. who are patrons, patreon.com forward slash uh, do, the, do, the, do the patrons have their uh, their swag coming? Uh, soon. Our first their drop is around mid-year. We sort of go we sort of go mid-year and then late-year for the two drops. Fuck yeah. So, and, not, um, not, so only, not only do you get bonus content every week, access to the entire library of bonus content, um, certain tiers get you access to a uh, private chat group, um, yep. But there is also thank you swag. And the high two tiers, yeah, that's the high two tiers have two two merch drops, um, and uh, in the middle of the year and towards the end of the year. And and when um, we say merch drops, these these are these are gratis. We we send them to you. Yeah, exactly. So, and uh, and not to mention you get a discount on anything else we release as well. If you want to buy like a physical membership or you know the the upcoming uh, tops that we're releasing and shit like that. So, keen. Yeah, it's good times. Get on board, and, and it saves uh, us from starting an OnlyFans. Which nobody wants. Exactly. Absolutely I mean, nobody wants. Yeah, uh, yeah. Take it from from someone who has seen, I guess, sexy in in air quotes, shots of of stepdad's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me when I say it was a challenging way. <laughs> but, I, but I got there. <laughs> Welcome to the This Week in League OnlyFans. Remember, 
we gave you a way around this, and you chose not to take it. <laughs> Remember, this is all your fault. This is, uh, this, is, uh, this, this is the subscription website version of Fuck Around and Find Out. <laughs> oh, and on that note, welcome new listeners. <laughs> and... And uh, and fellas, uh, I will talk. I'll be talking to you boys on Sunday afternoon. Yes, you will. How good! All right. And, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll uh, see you next time. Later. See ya. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.